Hey, broken salespeople. Uh, welcome to the workshop. My name is Red Staffstrom, and I'm here to help you fix all the broken sales skills that we've been taught over the years. So today is courtes uh, courtesy of Morgan J. Ingram. Um, if you don't follow him on Instagram, on LinkedIn, you absolutely sure uh, should. He has been voted the number one salesperson on LinkedIn. He totally knows what he's talking about. His Instagram uh, channel is excellent. And that's what kind of brought me to where I am today. See, he's somebody who I've been following for a little while, somebody who was put in front of me. And he posted a story on his Instagram where he asked people to ask him what sales advice uh, people should be using. Where, what should they be working on? Um, just general sales questions and where he could feed back. So I asked him a specific question just for his thoughts, just so that I could figure out a topic to do for a video, quite frankly. What he said was, what I asked him, let's start with that first, that makes way more sense. Um, what I asked him was, what is the biggest myth surrounding sales? And what's the worst piece of advice going around involving sales? And his advice was really illuminating. It was that so many salespeople are told the same thing, i.e. provide value, provide value, provide value, but none of them are told how. Think about that. We hear that all the time as salespeople. Well, you need to offer more value, offer more value, get them excited, offer more value. Well, if I knew how to do that, I wouldn't be listening to sales books for fuck's sake. Right? Isn't that infuriating? You get that so often now, and I've read it and heard it and all of those things so many times. You need to provide value, provide value. And it's disheartening how often we get told this information, but no tangible, no step-by-step -step guide. What is, what, what is the next step? How do you actually provide value? So you have to take a step back in order to figure this out. And I want to... Hopefully, I'm going to tell you how to provide value. Step one is you need to know what your ideal customer looks like. Without knowing that, everything else is pointless. You cannot provide uh, value to somebody who you do not know. And you need to know everything about your potential customer. Uh, if you're familiar with Sally Beauty, I'm obviously not. I look like an orange Chewbacca. But they have a customer avatar, they called it and her name is Alexis. And they have a whole mock-up of what Alexis is into. What does she like to do? What are her hobbies? Where does she spend money? What kind of job does she have? Um, what are her passions, her interests? And they have created this avatar of Alexis to the point where they literally have pictures of what they think Alexis looks like. That looks like an Alexis. That looks like an Alexis and they've built it from there. And then when people talk and come to speak to them with products in mind, whether it's a nail polish, a hair dye, or whatever, I, what they'll do is say, hmm, I think Alexis would like this. I don't think Alexis would like this. See, by knowing their customer, by knowing their ideal customer base, as if it was another person, as if it's a sister, a brother, a cousin, somebody you spend a lot of time with, by knowing that overall avatar of your ideal customer, 
you can start moving forward. What things do they value? What kind of things do they have problems with? That's got to be step one, because if you don't know who your ideal customer is and who you appeal to, it's impossible to figure out what they would value. See, I love one of my best friends. His name is Odell. We've known each other about 15 years now. If you were to ask me what he likes, I can tell you. I can walk through a store and see something and like, you know who would love that? Odell would love that. I can do the same thing with my wife, with my father, with my brother, with friends, my friend Danny, my friend Jay, my friend. You can go down the list. People I work with. Hey, I see a cool pair of sneakers. I'm tagging Ant in that post because he's a sneakerhead. I know what my customers, quote unquote, are passionate about because I know them as if they're another person. So how do you provide value? First step is you have to know who they are. What do they want? What problems do they have? Where are they having issues in their life? And how can you take that off their plate? What are they excited about? So step one, create that customer avatar. What's their name? Where did they go to school? What kind of career are they working in? Those are all ideas that you should have in your head. And name them. Get stock photos from online. Print them out and put them wherever you create sales material and talk to them as if they're a real person. Know who they are because the more you know your customer avatar, the more you can figure out what they're going to be excited on. So next, how do you create value? Well, a great idea I came across was literally write everything you could possibly offer, everything you can add into the deal onto a whiteboard, no matter how outrageous it is. Um, I've heard this idea from uh, Russell Brunson. I believe it was dot-com secrets he mentioned it. If you are willing to fly out to their house and help them implement it, put that down. It may not make the final product. It may not be encompassed in everything, but make sure that you can offer that. Um, in my current job with Jared James, um, I work with real estate agents and we sell a CRM through Georgia. It has for real estate agents, a built-in open house tool so that they don't have to have sign-in sheets. And so as soon as they sign in, it can trigger an email where they get the five things every home buyer should look for PDF. There's a lot of great tools in there that are value adds. So where do you draw the line? Because you don't want to be a late night infomercial host. That's not going to be effective for you. What you need to do instead is figure out what ties together. Make sure that whatever the initial uh, problem they have, it adds to it, or it takes care of another problem that your program creates. What do I mean by that? Let's say you have a coaching program like we do with Jared James. We have a coaching program that helps people get to the next level. Well, you can't get to the next level without a CRM. You can't attract more customers. You can't convert leads without a system to attract and convert leads. It just can't be done. So while coaching solves a problem, a CRM needs to be there in order to fill the gap that coaching provides because coaching has that gap where it doesn't convert the leads for you. So how do we provide something in addition that fills a gap that coaching itself doesn't fill? If you sell cars, 
car washes. You already have a detail, uh, detail team. Add that on. Because if they have a car, they're going to want to wash and vacuum it. If they have a car, they're going to need oil changes. You may have a service department involved. Figure out what problems are not solved with this product that are ancillary or if you sell a product that creates new problems, solve those for them. A gas card is perfectly liable. If you sell food, if you sell a gro if you work at a grocery store and you're trying to convince people to come in, send a free newsletter with with uh, recipes based on what's on sale this week. Hey, these products are on sale, and here's a recipe for chicken fajitas. All of those things add value that cost next to nothing. I think an oil change costs about 30 bucks for a dealership, depending on what the volume is that they buy oil in. For 120 bucks, you could give them a year of oil changes. They're gonna be pretty happy about that. For us, the CRM is normally $39 a month. If they're paying 500 to 1,000 on coaching, that's a great value add. So, that's what you do when you want to talk about value and offer value. What problems does your product create and how can you solve them before they become a problem? If you work in software as a service and you sell some kind of computer program, have a tech support team behind it, offer that value or do it yourself. If you want them to start using that software, Offer to help them yourself. Just because you don't have an assigned customer service team doesn't mean that you can't take an extra half hour to do a demo for them or pre-record it and send it out all at once. Doesn't cost you anything other than an hour of your time once. But it'll answer so many of the questions that are already associated with your software. So I hope this helps. Again, if you are having an issue um, offering value to your client, send me a message. I'm on Instagram at Broken Salespeople. You can DM me. You can leave a, a message in the comments below if you're watching this on YouTube. Uh, you can also subscribe, rate, and everything on my podcast. I'm here to help. I'm going to be doing these podcasts as often as humanly possible. Um, I'm hoping to do three or four a week, but we'll see how quick that, how often I can get to it. Um, and we'll go from there. Um, so once again, this is Red with Broken Salespeople Podcast here in the workshop, inviting you to go fix yourself. <laughs>